Right, here we go. First audio and uh, for YouTube video version of the Cities Guild Gaz podcast. So who I am, I'm Gaz Walsh. I am the founder and CEO of a company called Cities Guild. If you don't, if you haven't heard of us, um, been around for about three years now. Um, I suppose it is a, it's a brand for people who value personal responsibility who value service and recognise that it's it's good for you and also who support people who put themselves in harm's way. Um, most of the people who are going to be, it's probably the easiest way of doing this is if you haven't heard of us, check out the Instagram, check out the website and uh, yeah, I feel strange because I'm sort of doing this for people who are listening to the audio version for the first time but also most of the customers who are aware of us already will have seen me do little video clips and stuff. So I feel like I'm, I'm telling them what they already know. But as a bit of an intro, so I was, I'm ex-parachute regiment. So I spent 16 years in the parachute regiment um, in two blocks. So I did, I did five years in the 2nd Battalion. Uh, well, I got out for six years. I went and bummed around a bit. I did some studying, went to uni for a bit, studied uh, theology and music. Uh, I'm not religious, but it's it's an interesting subject and it gives you a good handle on some things that are going on in the world. Um, yeah, I, I find it an interesting subject. So I did that. But while I was out, Afghanistan kicked off. So... I made the choice to, it was difficult because I, I was watching on TV my mates uh, off doing the thing that, you know, I wanted to be doing. And yeah, there, I suppose there was a sense of loss there. Loss is probably too much, but certainly fear of missing out, which probably sounds strange, but that's exactly what it was. Um, with my previous service, those five years, we only really went to Northern Ireland. It was that sort of era. Afghan hadn't started. Um, yeah, and neither had Iraq. So yeah, I, I rejoined and I went to the 1st Battalion of the Parachute Regiment, uh, where I spent 10 years. My 1st Battalion, dull. it has a different role in the other two battalions. So it's, it's part of something called the Special Forces Support Group. Um, and... It's, it's that unit's job to deploy with the SBS or in support of the SBS and uh, the SAS. Uh, yeah. If for the American listeners, if you think if you think about job roles and for people who are aware of you know, the military, um, if the Americans think of SFSG as rangers, but on about a tenth of the budget... Uh, but it's, it's the same sort of job description, the same job role. So, yeah, um, and during the last year, year and a half of my service, during that time, I came up with the, the idea for Sydney's Guild and started the brand. So I ran it there for about a year. Then I realised that I couldn't do both. And I was at the point in my career where um, the fun was stopping. I was about to get a desk job, and my quality of I don't know 
I would have been happy at work. Would not have been happy. Um, yeah, so I, I made the decision based on the fact that Cynics Guild was doing, you know, okay to leave. Uh, yeah. And it was strange because never during that process did I, it wasn't planned. I didn't plan to start something. Um, I sort of, there was a vibe within my sort of team at the time, team, platoon, section, whatever you want to call it. Um, there was a vibe of just, I think things that were happening in the media at the time, they, the lads just weren't super happy and I wanted to raise them around. I felt like there was a disconnect between uh, what was happening in the real world as in outside of the sort of civilian world, um, what was happening in that world and the, the public's understanding of the work that was being done and why that was necessary. And the lads were, I was hearing them say things, you know, where you, you could tell they weren't super happy. So what I thought was, what if I could create something that they could sort of stand behind and it would be a little community like it and at the time obviously a tiny community because it was just me and my team um but if i could do something like that that they could be yeah they could stand behind and be proud of so yeah i designed a logo wrote a spiel about what i thought the brand was about and i put it on the website um made some clothes i've, I've made some t-shirts in the past for you you know military people will know the uh, you always have that one guy who can if you want like a team t-shirt or something made that that you have that guy that was me mainly because I'm just willing I was just willing to have a go and do it so I did that and within a week I was making sales um, completely unexpected I was getting emails off people explaining to me how much. It would t it touch a chord with them, and it resonated with them in their experience, um, and just thanking me, and I was blown away by it. I was absolutely blown away. Um, second week, I think we made sales to the US, which was even more unexpected. Yeah, and that that carried on. So whatever spare downtime I had from work, like the day job, so we were still. You know, I I deployed while I was I was running it originally. Um, within I think within within two months of me making the brand, I deployed for what three four months I think. Um, yeah. So any downtime I had, anything like that, I was working on the brand. And it got to the point, like as I've mentioned before, where I couldn't do both, and I. I had a feeling that it was time for me to. To move on and this would enable me to do it and I thought well this by just taking that leap I could stay where I was and do my last sort of seven years or so and at the end of it go what am I going to do now like lots of people do what will I do knowing that potentially I had something that I, I really could have made a go of um, and didn't give it a chance so yeah there was an element of fuck it as there is with lots of things, I went, yeah, I'm going to do this. And I signed off. Um, and then that last year, 
it was really just about trying to make preparations to to leave and so I can hit the ground running when I get out. Um, yeah, so that's that's a bit of an intro about how the brand started. Um, I'm sure I'll talk about that again. That's a that's a brief introduction to it. Uh, now, what is interesting about it is, obviously, it, it started off with obviously my my life experience, my ideas, my worldview. A lot of it is obviously informed by my time in the military, and it was originally it was those people that were buying. It was basically all military people, and then I started to be asked. I started to get emails saying of civilians saying, you know, am I gonna, am I pretending to be someone I'm I'm not if I buy your brand? And I thought about it. It wasn't really at that point I thought about it. Obviously, I was like, yeah course if you if you support the work that we that people are doing um absolutely you know why wouldn't you that's great and then the more i thought about it the more i realized that it was actually although i'd found this sort of ethos in my experience and my you know my past and my career the ethos is actually universal and you can be from any background any experience and choose to sort of follow this way of life, this way of life of taking responsibility for all of your actions, down to minuscule stuff, and being anal about it, and you know, recognizing that you, you know, where you are now is a direct result of your choices, and you've just got to make the best of that. And if you've made shitty choices in the past, that's where you are, and you, you know, the best baseline you've got is to accept that and move forward. Um. You know, the recognition that service is good because it it destroys your ego. It puts everybody else ahead of you. And that's that's never a bad thing. That's, that's always a good thing. And obviously for the civilians, supporting and understanding. Like, I, I fully understand that some civilians don't like some of the work that gets done around the world and they don't like some of the things that they see. Or maybe they don't understand it. That's not in a patronising way. They just they're, they're not privy to the same sort of information, so they don't understand why some things are happening. Um, I think I understand, and that's absolutely fine. But you can but you can have that worldview and also recognise that it is necessary, even though you don't like it, and that you do benefit from it, um, and you support the people that make that choice. And I encourage anyone to do it. Service is good for you. Yeah. So that's probably that's probably a a nice easy start to this and what I did the other day because I know at some point what's going to happen is as these become sort of probably daily um, I'm probably going to end up talking about things that have happened throughout the business that day and things that just sparked um, topics of conversation or things I can explain and, and just waffle about to be honest a lot of this I, I guarantee it as this goes on some of it will just be waffle um, but what I did in preparation for this was I asked on Instagram the other day if people could give me some questions just to get started and you know we'll go with that so I've sort of covered a few the where I got the idea from mm, sort of covered that and the intro to the background of the, the company I've covered that so I'll go with that um, the next one I got was advice for graduates like I, it's quite funny because people who 
I've stumbled onto this or stumbled onto the, the actual audio podcast and I have no idea. Like, who's this guy who's giving advice to graduates? Like, who, who are you? Well, nobody, but I'll, someone asked me a question, so I'll answer. <laughs> um, I can only answer from graduates. By graduates, obviously, I can only talk from an army perspective, really. I've got a, some experience at the Royal Marines because obviously my previous unit is Tri-Service. There's Royal Marines there, there's Parachute Regiment there and there's RAF Regiment there. Um, but I can only really talk about the Army and the Parachute Regiment particularly in, you know, in particular. Particularly in particular. So the Army isn't like it used to be, I don't think. So it used to be, you if you're a graduate as a, um, like you, you know, you stand you bog standard soldier. If you were a graduate, that was a strange thing. It's not now. So many people have degrees that it's not necessarily about whether you're, you're going to be an officer. So in the, in the past, it would only be officers who had degrees. So, but that's probably, I would say, if you're going to join the army and you fancy being an officer, I would say join as a normal rank first. Do two, three years. And then go and apply to Sandhurst. Um, because what that does, it gives you a, a grounding in the job. So you'll have, you you can talk with experience to your men about the things that you're asking them to do. Because you have done them. Um, yeah. And most of the best officers that I know have, have been ex... Uh, well, in the Paris Regiment... We call private soldiers tons, so they've they've been ex tons. Um, yeah, and that, that's definitely a good piece of advice. You mean some officers are just they're natural, they're natural leaders, and they can and they can do it regardless. But um, the best ones have have been tons first. Uh, and I, I mean, perfect example of a good officer is actually a Royal Marine officer. My old boss, my last boss before I left, um, this is more of a an example of if you are coming into somewhere new and you've got that challenge of these people who are much more experienced, as a, as a new officer, these people who have a lot more experience than you, and then you've got to lead them. One of the best things that he did so he came from a standard Royal Marine unit, as they all do, to SFSG, where we have, we do things differently. We have sort of a specialist way of doing stuff. Um, and he, he could have turned up and his ego could have taken a bit of a beating. And he could have really tried to enforce himself on everybody else. And he would have lost a lot of respect by doing that. Because, you know, even the, the most junior soldiers at that point he was trying to command had way more experience than him in that specialist role so he was very humble and clever about it and what he did was he turned up and just went right don't know anything obviously he didn't say this to the men he said it to the the section commanders and you know the platoon sergeants or whatever he said i don't know anything you know i'm just gonna sit here teach me and he did he didn't say a word for ages and as soon as he knew what he was talking about, and it felt obviously he was a, he's a very good soldier, so he picked everything up very quickly. But he didn't. 
start trying to enforce, trying to enforce himself on people instantly. He waited until he could speak um, with some sort of confidence, and that's that. That's impressive because you respect the guy then, not only because of his soldier ability, but you respect him because of he's humble. You know, he isn't controlled by ego. There's no insecurity there. He's happy to just go. Yeah, I don't, I don't know anything that we're talking about, but um, yeah, he's. A very, I won't mention his name because he's still working, but he's a he's a very good guy. I'm still in touch with him. Now I'm out. Uh, I just need to arrange a meet. I'm going to have a brew. Okay, so we do the next question. Let's have a look. I've actually I've written them down here, obviously, because I'll forget. An example of leadership. To be honest. So the guy's asked me this question. He is a RSM, so Regiment Sergeant Major up at Catrick, which is the, the training establishment for the infantry. Um, and he's a good guy. I had this weekend. I've just been and I ran a stall, took the, the clothes up and took the brand stall up at a CrossFit event that he was organising. He's a mega guy. And he's asked me this question. And to be honest, I feel like I've just answered it. So I would want I think that's a good way the way I just described my old boss acting I think that's a good way of, of showing that leadership and it's a strange way of showing it because you're basically saying I'm not going to lead you until I'm ready in a way but that's that's a way of getting respect I think anyway feel free to disagree you know this is just my thoughts what else have we got um so the next question is about joint ventures that are planned now. So for the, the, the customers that know us, the me I, I'll be honest, it sounds a bit cheesy, but I don't like saying customers. I like saying members of the community because this is a community. So for the people who don't know the podcast, people who just sort of turned up, um, something very strange happened with this. A community, I didn't try and build a community. The community around this brand built itself. I've really had nothing to do with it. I've, I've facilitated it, but it's it's just happened. And I haven't even really, controls it, controls a terrible word to use, but I haven't had to do anything like that to sort of slap it left and right to keep it going in the right direction, really. It's just people who have the right way of thinking have found this and uh, have just sort of come together. Um, now, people get tattoos. So the anyone who's not seen the logo for the brand is a it's a tarot card, it's a skeleton hung upside down holding a heart. It's the twelfth tarot card. It's a version of that. Um, and if you if you research that tarot card, it's to do with sacrifice and gaining wisdom from sacrifice. Obviously, it's a tarot card, so you can read it any way you want. But that's one of the interpretations of it, and that's the interpretation that I I go down. Um, and people have this logo tattooed on them and there's I need to count but there's got to be if there isn't 70 people I'd be surprised it may even be closer to 100 there's a lot of people and the first time that happened I was blown away as you would be that's insane in the best way that people think so highly of something you've created by accident in a way think so highly of it and that they they want to have that on their body for life 
It's a bit special, really. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't take that for granted. In fact, it's it's one of the major things that, oh, kicking a piece of paper, um, it's one of the major things that keeps me focused and trying to do things in the right way. Like I, I can't fuck this up. I can't go down the wrong path with it. I've got to make sure that it doesn't become shit. Um, yeah, I've, I've, I have a responsibility to those people that have chosen to do that and, you know, in a way giving me their trust there that they won't have something tattooed on them that becomes known for being, you know, negative. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. So, but yeah, I don't know how I got to that tangent there, but the, the joint ventures thing, We do occasionally, we have, we've done a couple in the past, so we do like, our sort of signature t-shirt is called, is the Hangman. So all it has is, it has the, the logo on the back, large logo on the back. And we do different versions for that. So we've done military units versions of that in the past. So we'll have the Hangman on the back and then the unit's logo will go on the chest. Um, and we've done a few sort of special editions. One we've done, one for uh, Pedro units in the US. We've done one for the... Uh, uh, a US airborne unit um, and obviously the sort of big hitter units in the UK have all um, oh dear I'm going to get in trouble for saying that aren't I <laughs> um, the big hit the yeah the fuck it the big hitter units in the UK and to be honest loads of people actually there's been loads of people who've emailed me and, and we've sort of done not by the website versions of these shirts but yeah We've done these sort of special editions. We've done some charity ones. Uh, one of our ambassadors is a guy called Stu Leach, who's he has some in, insane challenge that he does where he has like 50 challenges to do by the time he's 50, but each one of those 50 challenges has 50 sub-challenges. It's ridiculous. But he, we did a shirt for him to try and raise some money for his charities. He does his stuff for the uh, SBS Association and the Royal Marine Association. Um yeah, because he lives down in Pool. Uh, and we also did, we have like a, a we do st stuff with Team Rubicon in the UK. So Team Rubicon UK basically repurposes, it's a disaster relief organisation, a charity, and they repurpose the skills that veterans have to go and help in these disasters. Because obviously we're used to working in uh, dangerous circumstances. We're good at thinking on our feet and we, we basically make things happen. Uh, with very little resources, it's what we used to. That's the job, you know. You you're a problem solver, and we did a a joint shirt with them. So in answer to that question, can't remember who asked me it. Joint shirts will come in the future. There is one that's happening currently, but I'm not going to talk about it yet. I'm going to wait till it's boxed off. But there's a big one coming potentially. Um, but to be honest, we don't. Going back to that idea before about not letting people down so i'm ridiculously like obsessively protective of the brand and I, I don't associate with anybody that i'm not sure about or who i think might be okay at the moment but is potentially going down a, a sketchy road later now if you might think that you might not be down with, a, with this brand you might think my brand's crap and this community is you know it's not great but that's that's not my problem um, I believe in it and so the the rest of the community so 
I have to sort of protect that. So I'm just, I'm very, very careful. So we get asked a lot to do joint things and will you help with this? And I, I say no to the majority of it because um, the reputation of the brand's important. Because as I've explained, it means more than, more than a brand is a, a terrible phrase, but it is. It is, yeah. It is to me. It is to him. It is to a lot of other people. Um, what have we got? So actually, I think for the first one, I think that'll do. Now, it's quite strange. So I'm t I'm talking to two different audiences here. The podcast audience, who may just stumble onto this, who haven't heard of us before, and. Yeah, you're sort of coming at this fresh. And I'm talking to what I'm feeling that the people who've seen this on IGTV and see it on YouTube are, are used to seeing me talk like this. It's been quite strange. Because normally I just, the way I normally do this is I basically just take my camera out and I walk along just talking into the camera. I've never done a sit down looking at a camera, you know, talking into a microphone thing before. Uh, but we get used to it. We'll find the we'll find the rhythm. We'll find the style. Yeah, to be honest, as soon as I start talking about something that is uh, something that winds me up, which might happen, I'm sure it gets less left. <laughs> I'm sure it get less professional as it goes along, but we'll see. Right, so we'll leave that there. Thanks for listening. So if you haven't heard of us before. What I would say is, just take a look. So the website is www.sineatersguild, all one word, .co.uk or .com. That's the website. Um, there's a there's a spiel on there that I wrote, the original spiel about what we're about, what the logo means. So if you're interested, go there. You can work you you work it out whether this you're interested in being part of this community or not from that. Um, our main social media is probably it's probably um, Instagram. So it's just at Sydney's Guild on Instagram. Uh, the Facebook page is the same. It's just Sydney's Guild. There's also a community group, a Facebook group, uh, a Sydney's Guild one. So you can have a look in there, see if that works for you. We're on Twitter, uh, we don't get into any shit on twitter we don't go down the rabbit hole with people it's basically just letting you know and keeping you updated with brands um yeah recently a couple of days ago i went on to tiktok and i'll probably i may even talk about tiktok tomorrow because i sort of promised it the other day and the people who've been watching the IGTV videos i promised we talk about tiktok the other day because i'm what three four days in to having a profile on there and it's a mixed bag it's it's exactly what I expected, and also surprising. So yeah, we'll we'll have a chat about that tomorrow. In fact, yeah, well I'll record it tomorrow anyway. All right, we'll leave it there. Thanks for listening.